0: what's up everybody my name is cam and i'm your host for the big yikes podcast welcome back big yikes nation wong nation to advice session with cam number two the last time i did one was in like mid-october so it's been a minute and i like doing these i like doing these because they're anonymous and i can say my opinion and you have to listen if you want to listen. So, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I just finished reading the responses um, that were given. Some of them are actually crazy. So, might as well just jump into it. Okay, now I'm going to tell you about my week. This week was my birthday. This last week was my birthday. I turned 23. Yay! I wish I could insert, like, applause. Maybe I can, um, but <laughs> probably not. Um, but this last week was really good. I one thing about me is I literally love birthdays so much. I love my own. I love other people's birthdays, but I love my birthday because it's kind of like the one time out of the year where I can be selfish. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's actually like about you. Well, it should be because it's your birthday. Some people don't like birthdays. Like I get it, but I'm a big fan of birthdays, so anyway, turn 23, I had a Drake-themed birthday party, rocked my world, it was actually so much fun, yeah, and I'm just grateful for my friends and family, and anyway, it was good, Um, but let's just jump right into this advice session, so as you guys know, obviously, it's anonymous, Um, you can either take my advice or leave it, disagree with it, agree with it, doesn't matter, because it's mine. my opinion so first and foremost how do I start making money in stocks great question I don't know I'm gonna say get the app acorns because that's what I've overheard but also I'm not like a big money girl if we want to talk about money like yeah (coughs) sorry yes I worked at a bank that was crazy but and like yes I save my money yes I have two credit cards um try to build that line of credit but making money in stocks youtube tutorial or head on over to any finance bro in the state of utah or someone's dms and i'm sure they would be more than happy to give you what you need Uh, but good luck let me know if you start investing in acorns next question Let me tell you, I've been struggling with self-expression. From my style to personal interests, I'm experiencing an identity crisis. Nothing really feels like me anymore and I don't know why. Do you have any advice on how you find things you're interested in as an adult? Ooh, this is interesting. I think... I'm thinking a lot. (laughs) I think that it's okay to, like, in in some form, not have any interests. Like, it's okay to build up from... The ground up, I think the smallest things you do in your day-to-day life can be interesting or like your interests and also self-expression. I think the biggest way for me is how I show my self-expression is through like my humor and also my clothing style and I was talking with uh, Amanda about this last night. She was just talking about me how she went shopping and we were just chatting and I guess Yeah, we were literally just talking about clothes, and um, someone had asked, like, because we've been friends so long, like, do you pick outfits for each other? And it's funny because Amanda will send me, like, things, and I'll be like, yeah, like, that's you, or, like, you know, vice versa. But it's never been, like, we've gone shopping, and it's, like, let me shop for you. And as far as that, I think we have influencers for a reason, and we are influenced, so... Right. You can like an outfit or something that someone has, but there's also ways that you can make it your own, whether it's jewelry or how you do your hair, how you do your makeup. And so I would say start doing that. Like you can take inspiration from other creators or other people or, you know, just like something you've seen on Instagram, but then make it your own by doing your makeup, how you want to do it or your hair or your jewelry or even literally your perfume. I feel like I have personally experienced, not like an identity crisis, but yeah, when you're just like, I don't know if my hobbies are interesting or like if I'm interesting, like I find myself thinking about that way, like in that way about dating. Like I think about stuff that I do and I'm like, would someone else find that interesting or would they think I'm boring But it's like, you know what, girl, if you're happy and you feel like you're interesting, that's what matters. Like I do think I'm interesting and like the hobbies that I have are interesting, so if it doesn't feel like you anymore and you don't know why, like, that's okay. I think that's a sign of growth and that you are meant to do other things. So, finding things you're interested in as adults, ask your friends what they like to do or what they do in their free time, what they're interested in. Um, If you've always been interested in something, do more of it. Like, one thing that I don't, like, share a ton is I'm super interested in architecture, especially, like, in homes or modern-day buildings, and I think they're really interesting. So, That can be like a little hobby or interest that you have. As far as style, I feel like starting from the ground up, right? Like starting with basics, so jeans and just like plain t-shirts and then adding from there. You can get jackets or sweaters, necklaces, other jewelry. You know what I'm saying? So take your time. Don't feel like you have to be in a rush because you don't. Like your interests will change over time and that's completely normal and it's okay so stay safe <laughs> if you need to chat you know where to find me but also reach out to your friends and family they know you best all right next question finding your personal style making friends staying hydrated i feel like we've gone over style a lot um so i'm gonna uh-uh, that making friends no matter what age can be so hard And same with staying hydrated. It can be really, really hard. As far as staying hydrated, I would say get a really good water bottle. Water bottle. I hate how I say water. Water bottle. Had a Stanley for a moment. Excuse me. Had a Stanley for a moment. It was great. Had a Hydro Flask for a moment. It was great. The apple of my eye and a Walla. Like, I'm sorry. Invest the $30, $40 on it. Life-changing. I feel like... Also, if you're a fan of like lemon or lime, I'm not like a huge infused water kind of girl. However, if you need to put like freaking Mio in it or whatever, or like a Kool-Aid packet, then do it. But I like the true lemon packet sometimes if you want a little something. If not, just remember your skin will thank you and your, your liver and kidney will thank you if you drink water even though you have to pee all the time. It's just important and nice, you know, it's nice to know that you're taking care of your body. And even though you have to pee all the time when you stay hydrated, whatever, your body's thinking, you, even though it's, like, not the the best way of doing so. Uh, making friends, like I said, can be really hard. Uh, I lucked out in the way that I met the majority of my friends at work, literally in any setting, right? Like, I met Amanda at work, I met Priscilla and Karina at work, I met everybody that I'm pretty much friends with at work or like a work setting. I think it's a lot easier now to make friends via social media. A lot of my mutual like people I know just because like we became friends on Instagram or TikTok first and I think that's the beauty of social media. Um, I'm also very typically outgoing and so I love to talk to new people. But if you're not and you're, you know, you're usually more introverted or a little shy, little things at a time like joining a group conversation or like say you're at the grocery store or you know you want to be a little bold you can be like hey like I like x y and z like you like someone's outfit tell them and then you can start talking from there um try and find people who have mutual interests so we're building off the last question (laughs) find something you're interested in and try and find people who have those same interests and go forward Um, depending on your age too, like if you're in high school, that's a little harder because you're kind of surrounded by the same people every day. But I think, again, using the resource of social media and trying to find people that you have some more interest in and then build off that. So making friends is hard, but I know you can do it. And I think just as much as you want to make friends, other people want to make friends as well. And then through there, something beautiful can be built. All right. Next question, should I take my medicine or ADD and be a zombie or should I not take my medicine and have a personality? <laughs> oh goodness, I'm going to say take your medicine, but I get, you know, I feel like that when I take my anxiety medicine, sometimes it was just like I don't feel like I have a personality or I just feel dead, but also I would say ask your healthcare provider if there's a different kind of medication you can take that doesn't give you those kind of side effects. I'm not a doctor, I don't have Weston right next to me, so... Oh, I don't know what to say, but stay safe and do what you think is best. (laughs) All right. Next question. What can and can't you plan for a wedding before you're engaged, but you know you're going to get engaged? Okay. I have some thoughts on this and they might not be popular. However, if you know you're going to get married, like you and your partner and or significant other, right, are just like, we're ready. We're going to get married then hit the ground running girl like you're already behind have you not seen bride wars you are you are dead right now you are dead <laughs> until you get married um especially like in Utah i think just the timing like people get married really really quickly like they probably have 2 3 months in advance usually so because i'm filled with anxiety on things like like planning stuff if you can get ahead on things then get ahead on things however if you're... I want to... This sounds crazy. I'm like, if you are not 100% sure that you're getting married, do not buy a wedding dress. Do not buy... Like, do not set a down payment for a photographer or videographer. Like, hold tight. But here's the thing. You can start planning for a wedding even though you're not engaged. If you know your end goal is that you're going to get married, then you should have those dates locked down and you get going, girl. But... What what can I say? I don't know. I've... (laughs) I ain't never been married before, so I don't know, but I would say the sooner the better. So, take that as you will. Hopefully, your wedding goes great. Stay safe. Advice on difficult parents. Whoa, it's a lot to unpack here. I'm learning as we get older that, and it's crazy, right? And it's not that, it's literally not that insane, but it is interesting to be like, oh my gosh, our parents are experiencing some of some things for the first time too just like we are and um I think I personally was really hard on my parents not really hard but there are times when I was just like I don't understand x y and z and then when you get a little bit older you're like okay I understand x y and z so first and foremost I think it's important to be kind and gentle and have a level of understanding like you know what they've never been parents before you so you know you kind of got to give them some leeway but also I think it's really important to set boundaries with your parents if there's things that they bring up whether it's like religion or romantic relationships or maybe your education that you just don't feel comfortable or like you know it kind of just shifts the conversation into something that feels tough or puts you in a mood then it's important to say you know what I love you enough that I don't want to be mad at you for this and right there's a difference between like disagreeing and like you know some conversations need to be had however if you're having repetitive conversations that don't need to be had where you've already said your piece that's when you pull out those boundaries and be like hey you know we've talked about this before I don't appreciate that and like I want to keep a good relationship with you so let's not I'll literally give you guys an example my dad is absolutely anal about money and like I get it right like (laughs) we all our anal about money, whether it's we have enough, we don't have enough. And one way he shows care for like me and my siblings is asking us, like, do you do you guys have enough money for groceries and stuff? Um, but it kind of got to the point where like we're all of us are older and anytime we'd go over for Sunday dinner, he'd ask us about money or talk to us just about money. And and I got so sick of it. I was like, can you literally talk about anything else? Like can you ask me about how my week was at school? Can you ask I don't know what the weather's freaking like, right? It was kind of to the point where I was like, anything else. And that was like frustrating, right? I was like, why can't we talk about anything else? So to him, it's like, that's how he shows he cares is talking about money. But to me, like, that's frustrating. So I had to be like, look, I want to have a great family dinner here and I want to have a good time, but I can't do that if we're always talking about X, Y, and Z. So shifting that conversation, having that and setting that boundary, I think is very important um also it's okay to take a break I know some people are super close with their parents and that's great or some of them are not it's I think it's good to you know throw a phone call in there once in a while you don't have to talk to them every day but yeah like have your peace girl appreciate you know that they brought you here even though none of us asked to be here and I guess I just gotta leave it with the boundaries I also think like just saying I I think um having tough conversations right is at least like for me with my friends family anybody it's like I have these tough and uncomfortable conversations with you because I love you and I care about the kind of relationship that we have and I want it to move forward because if I didn't care then I just wouldn't have these conversations you know so I think that's something you express first as well saying like I want to have this conversation with you because I love you and I care for you not because I'm necessarily mad but because I want to continue to have a good relationship. So, that leads into our next question. Do I move out of my parents' house? Um, Everything is so expensive these days. And living alone or, like, with roommates is expensive. And by all means, I think if you have the money and the resources and you found a great place to move out, then you do it. You gotta spread those wings and fly sometime. However, if you don't feel like you're comfortable enough financially um, to do so, then... You just got to stick it out. And if your parents aren't making you pay rent, then shout out. Like when I lived with my dad, he wasn't making me pay rent. I'm like ye, Wilson doesn't make me pay rent. Yeet. Like, you know, just resources. Um, If you can move, right? I think depending on the age, the majority of the demographic that listens is between 18 and 25 years old. And I think in that time, it's hard because you want to be able to have friends over and do young adult things and have fun. And you can't do all those things when you're with a parent, but also recognize, like, you come first, so whether that's you need to move out or you need to save money, you need to choose that priority, so if you feel like your relationship with your parents isn't good and it might be better for you to move out, move out. If you are fine and you can stick it out for, like, another six months or so, stick it out, but if it's a goal for you to move out, set a timeline and go, but if you're chilling, then you're chilling. I I don't know. I think... There's always, you can always go back home. So if you try to leave and it doesn't work out, usually you can always go back home. Next question. Do I get more tattoos even though my parents almost died finding out I have two? Yeah, of course. It's your body, your choice, girl. So go get them. I always thought it was really funny because my parents are the same. Um, or at least my mom was in the way that she was like, oh my gosh, like when my sister got her tattoo, she was like, what are you doing? Um, But the more I think about it, it's just like <laughs> every time I like hear something like this, or I'm just like, you know what? The simple, the simple answer to any of these is me saying, adult choices have adult consequences. So I guess as an adult choice, then you're gonna have adult consequences. You're gonna have to deal with your parents nagging you, and then just be like, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's your body, it's your choice. And if you want tattoos and you're gonna pay for them, then go get them. Like it shouldn't matter what other people think, honestly. Like, obviously, we value the opinion of people we love and trust and see every day. But go get the tattoo, please. I've been meaning to get one for literally the last, like, two and a half years. And I just am too lazy to go get it. So go get it for me. (laughs) Next question. Whether... Oh, guys. Ooh. Whether or not to tell a guy I've had a crush on for eight years. How I feel. Hold on. Eight years? Eight years? 8 years. Girl, what is this Love Rosie? Great movie by the way. Oh. <laughs> 8 years. Okay, I'm I this is where I need more context. I got to start being more specific when I put these questions up to be like give me the full story. 8 years. I think you've waited long enough. Like have you missed your chance? Yes or no? I'm assuming that you guys have been friends for a long time or I don't know how you've kept this man in rotation for eight years but i think now it's literally now or never i mean it should have been now or never seven years ago but you've had eight years do it and if it ruins the friendship then so be it. i think i will give you advice and odds are odds of me taking my own advice are quite low but if you feel some type of way and you felt some type of way for eight years you got to let them you got to let the man know or else you would be suffering in silence for another eight years for the rest of your life and possibly regret not saying anything I think people serve different kind of purposes in your life and sometimes people are only meant to be in your life for a little bit and serve you know a specific purpose and then they're not supposed to be a part of your life so I think in this situation again I, I don't know too much context but they've been in your life for this long maybe there's a mutual feeling I don't know hopefully he's not married or like dating somebody but I think you just have to be like look okay I'm gonna tell you how I would go about it if I was if I put myself in a situation and I've liked someone for eight years I'd be like look I've known you for x amount of time and I think you're great and I don't want this to change anything if you feel differently but I like you and I have liked you for a long time like have you thought about it and then that's that's a great question have you thought about the whatever is going on here romantically because it guaranteed that he has 100 percent, and maybe he's just scared to make a move too so i think referring back to a couple episodes ago when i did the dating questions with my friend mason i think guys can be just as scared as girls to make the first move is eight years a little uh, 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 like this is a really long time yeah but now's the time to shine girl because then we can find out if we're staying and you're you know you found the love of your life and you're happy or you need to move on because goddamn, eight years a long time so you should and if you have people in your life telling you not to get rid of them because you should always tell people how you feel okay um next question is jamie lee all of us is viola davis your woman king did angela bassett do the thing yes to all three if you know you know what if I feel like I'm behind in life? Oh, honey, right there with you. I think, I've talked about this before, Utah culture may, like just puts so much pressure for you to move at the speed of lightning, and I kid you not. I felt so much pressure, especially like the typical like Mormon thing, at least I felt growing up, is you go on a mission, you come home, you get married, you have kids, life's kind of set. Like, that's how it always felt like to me growing up. Like, that was it. And I th- I got home when I, I didn't really date. I still don't really date. And I got to this age. And I think at a young age, too, I set expectations for myself. I was like, oh, for sure, by 22, you're going to be married and make maybe have a kid. And then I got to 22. And I was like, oh, my gosh, thank goodness that I'm not married or have a kid. Because I don't want that. And I think everyone wants different things. And just because you want something doesn't mean that someone else wants it or vice versa, right? And that it's really important to enjoy where you're at right now. And that's literally what I'm still learning. Is that you need to enjoy where you're at right now even though you may feel behind. Like I'll be graduating with my undergrad at the age of 24 when the standard or like, you know, the typical age is 22. But every everyone is different. Everyone's going to be doing different things and that's okay. I think we need to normalize literally being okay with where we're at in our lives because we cannot compare to the person next to us or moving forward i think some people's lives right to me i'm like oh their life's so glamorous they finish school early they're working but it's like okay you know what i'm doing things that some people can't like i look at my life and i'm like okay well if i was married right now i I couldn't necessarily do x y and z so i think you got to take a step back and be like okay what have i achieved what do i want to do and like obviously you can't control whether you are married or not usually right it's like oh if I had a boyfriend if I could choose to have a boyfriend yeah I'd have one right now but that's not in the cards right now for the universe to give me so you got to take a step back look at what you've done look at what you want to do and move forward there because your life is gonna go the way it needs to personally that's literally just what I believe I think that what is for you won't pass you and the universe will give you what it needs to at the time that you need but you're not supposed to be like everybody else or else like, literally, life would be so boring if all of us got married at the same time, all of us had kids at the same time. Like, it just wouldn't be fun. It doesn't add to the character development. There's no plot. So, it's okay. It's normal to feel like you're behind, but also don't dwell on it because everyone's doing their own thing. And I guarantee someone else, like, in your life or that, like, knows you, wishes they had your life, you just don't know it. So next one we already talked about setting boundaries but again I think it's really important it's to share right that you care about that person so you're gonna set this to keep the relationship going positively Um, how do you deal with imposter syndrome great question next question no just kidding I am the same I think more so in well actually a lot of areas in my life imposter syndrome when you just feel like I don't know if I'm good enough to be doing this like I just applied for a job for uh, my last year of school that I I'm like I don't even know if I'm qualified because I've looked at other people in the position and seen their qualifications like applying for the job and I'm just like oh my gosh what but then you have to realize like no like people have told me they're like you know what Cam no you have x y and z this you know like blah 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 blah, that makes you perfect and so do it and so it's hard I don't I don't necessarily have a way of overcoming imposter syndrome or how to like do it but people say fake it till you make it and sometimes you just got to take that advice and roll with it and if you have the answer to that question you let me know in my dms on instagram if you have my number you text me because that is something that I also need advice on because that's something I feel like everyone goes through so Whoever asked this, so sorry, because I wish I had better advice for you, but I don't. Maybe look up on TikTok something, I don't know, or reach out to a good friend. I just think that, like, we're so, it's so normalized, I think, in society that I don't don't know how to explain it. Like, I just feel like there's a certain kind of vibe where it's like you're not supposed to, or maybe, like, as a woman, you just feel like you're... down or like meant to feel some type of way but it's like actually no like you're very capable you're literally capable of doing anything i think almost anything can be taught to someone Uh, not everything but a lot of things so anyway i'm gonna end it there (laughs) um cleaning ass in the shower you need advice okay i'll give it to you change your loofah every month if you do not have a loofah go get a loofah stop using your fingers or your hands because that's just not simply good enough Go use a washcloth. Use literally probably anything else besides your hand. Use warm water and soap. Clean for, like, no one's saying you have to get in there and, like, scrub till you just feel some type of way. But I'm just saying, like, I just don't understand how some people just let water run through. And I've said this multiple times. Clean your ass. Wash your ass cheeks. Like, no one wants to smell you. Okay? Like, no. No gross i literally send you recommendations on soap and loofah like i literally get a 99 cent loofah from target once a month because you have to change it out because of the bacteria i I, and stop using bar soap i don't know who on here is using bar soap but if you are stop it next question (laughs) trying to decide whether or not to transfer to U V U. is it worth the hype um great great question It depends honestly on what you're studying if you know what you want to study and it's um a high ranking program then do it if you can find that program somewhere else for maybe like cheaper and it's closer to home do it i think uh for me uvu has been a great place for me like actually i I debated on going to um university of utah and this was between university of utah and uvu And, you know, for me, I was like, it's close to home, it's cheaper, and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I knew they had, you know, a little bit of a wider variety of majors. So for me, it was just like, yeah, because it was close in proximity. I think college is what you put into it, right? Like, I'm grateful and lucky that I met a lot of amazing people and amazing friends and had amazing opportunities to do what I've done because of UVU. And I think, whatever kind of major you decide to go into, if you look for the right opportunities, that school can do the same for you. So, no offense, I don't know what kind of hype you're talking about because I don't know. But I, great school, would recommend. Like, have loved my time. We'll be finishing there. Great. <laughs> um, someone wants advice on their style. You always slay. Thank you so much. <laughs> how did you come up? How did you come to know your style? Okay, I'm gonna get a little vulnerable here. On the internet, on the interwebs, on the podcast, because I have always been a fat kid. I grew up chubby. I still am today. And at the age of the ripe age of 10 years old, my mom was putting me in business, business casual, business professional, because that's all that could fit me. And I started looking at like clothing pieces and I was like, no, I'm not meant like I literally I don't know what point in my life, but I was like, I am not meant to dress. I think people put a a kind of label or a certain expectation that people who are not the standard size or like the beauty standard size that they have to dress a certain way or that they don't take care of themselves or they don't, you know, I, that's personally what I think. And I think that. Um, obviously the fashion industry is becoming better and understanding that like people who are not a size four still want to have style and dress nice and they get it but for me it was like okay um I'm a fat kid I'm gonna be a fat kid like even you know I've exercised and played sports my entire life however something I can control is how I like how others not how others perceive me how I can like Show myself to others or just show people that I am more than just a chubby kid. And to me, it literally, first of all, was me getting my ears pierced. And then I would start doing my hair. And then in junior high, I mean, I went through my Utah girl phase of like skinny jeans and blouses and my time at Called to Surf and Soul Boutique, you know, those things where it's like, I just want to fit in. But then it comes to a point where it's like, I always, I sometimes still wear baggy clothes because I like baggy clothes. They're comfy. But growing up, I was like, I wear baggy clothes because I didn't want anyone to know that I was fat. But it's like, at one, at some point in your life, you have to realize like people, people know, (laughs) like you can't hide it. So you just wear whatever the fuck you want, like actually, and you know, your confidence will be built. But I, in my head, I've always had an eye for what looks good on my body and other people's bodies and it sounds weird I've always been into fashion not in some type of way where it's I keep up with fashion week um every season and I know like the latest trend however but it's just like I know what has flattered my body I know what I feel confident in and I know like what colors and shapes make me look and feel good so I think how you come to find your style is again pulling from other people and their styles but making it your own and also shopping for things that make you feel confident and that you feel flattered in and that you like you know it looks flattering because I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie here like sometimes I try things on and I'm just like this was not built for my body shape and that's completely fine but find things and pieces that work for you and also like feel free to just like try different kinds of things I think so many people are used to one specific aesthetic or like want you know to fit one type of not genre but yeah genre or style in a way and that's not the case I think fashion is a lot like art or makeup where it's like you can try something new every day um, my style, I think, ranges. You know, I think sometimes I'll be in my preppy era, or like a little more my, my feminine, and then I'm a little more masculine one day. And so, just try different things and different pieces, and till you feel something, you find something that you feel super confident in. And then, if that's jeans and a basic white T-shirt for a while, then that's okay. Then later, start adding more things. But it's constantly going to evolve, just like other things, and constantly going to change. You're not going to stick to one thing. So, just find stuff that you like and who, literally who cares what that is because if it makes you feel happy and it makes you feel confident, then you should not be worrying about other people because everyone else is too worried about themselves. All in there. <laughs> um, next question. What are your go-to things to wear to the gym? I currently am from BAF. I only wear like a big t-shirt or sweatshirt with old ass black leggings and I want to feel cute, but don't feel confident enough to rock a cute little set like just a sport bra and shorts. So... Please help. I also have big boobs, <laughs> real. I also have big bitties. So hey, um, going to the gym. Going to the gym has been humbling for me, needs sake. Because when I first started going, I was also the same in just old t-shirts, and I'm still very much the same today of wearing old t-shirts, um, baggy sweatshirts because I like to sweat more, um, leggings. Uh, but I have realized in like the last couple years that I'm more inclined to like be motivated to work out when I have cute workout clothes and so I would just say it doesn't have to be like a cute set or like expensive like you do not have to go to Lululemon like I get the majority of my workout clothes from Old Navy or Walmart it's about you feeling confident and that you can move correctly at the gym in these kinds of pieces so like, leggings. I prefer leggings with pockets because then I can stick my phone in it and my card to get into the gym. Um, shorts. I have this specific kind of, like, short with a liner in it that I get from Old Navy that I love wearing for leg day. If you want to wear an old t-shirt or an old sweatshirt to the gym, do it. Like, you do not have to... I. Shout out to the girlies who get ready for the gym and like, you know, are dolled up to go, but I'm not that way. I'm there to sweat. I'm there to work out. I'm not there to look pretty because I'm there to get pretty. You know what I'm saying? Not that the gym makes you pretty, but it makes me feel personally pretty when I go. So, and if I have yet to find a good sports bra that holds everything in, that's why I don't really run because I don't want them flapping everywhere. But just start start small. Start with a new sneaker tennis shoe start with a new pair of leggings and then you know I just feel personally more inclined to work out or like I think I have a better workout when I like look cute in my workout clothes so if that means buying a set then girl buy the set but all that matters is that you're getting to the gym and moving your body and that's what matters so wear whatever I've seen people show up in jeans or like pajama pants like truly truly to each their own so old navy walmart um trying to think of any other places that i've gotten workout clothes before that's pretty much it and then just yeah old t-shirts old t-shirts are the best because you can sweat and you don't have to like worry you know what i'm saying like you don't have to worry about you're gonna wash it anyway but just like you don't have to keep it looking nice because you're sweating in it anyway um advice on making friends in new places It's gonna be uncomfortable but i think you just have to put yourself out there And it's easier said than done. I hundred percent recognize that. But if you want friends, then you're gonna have to put in work to get them and keep them. And that's just how the cookie crumbles. Obviously, it's a two way street. Um, takes two to tango. But you're just gonna have to do it. Like, sorry, it's uncomfortable, but that's how you make friends. That's how I made friends. Is sometimes you have to have like you have to be awkward or like you know you're like oh I want to say something or I want to. Compliment this person, and then you don't, and you miss your chance. But just take those opportunities. Start having random conversations, and then I promise it'll work from there. Next question. Don't worry, guys. We're almost done. But I love these so much. Um, when in the middle of the semester you're becoming more and more unhappy, what do you do? I've seen this film before. Didn't like the ending. I'm just kidding. Um, I think this... Circles back to self-care and taking care of yourself. Um, and also, the middle of semester, you're more likely than not going to feel some type of burnout where you've just go- been going, going, going. That you- you're you just done. And luckily, like, we have spring break. Um, at least my school does. Other schools do, too, where you can kind of take that time to reset Um, for me, I like to really have fun on the weekends, whether that's being by myself or going out with friends. Um, if you're unhappy, I think it's important to take a step back and just look at what doesn't make you happy. And if that's school, maybe reevaluate why you're in school. Like if you don't like it, like for real, if you're really unhappy, then maybe it's time for you to take a semester off. If you feel like, I don't know. It's it's hard because I I've been there, but I also recognize that it's just a slump and that if there are things that you can change, then change them. If you're unhappy because you're getting to bed late, maybe wake up a little earlier or try and set priorities first, do that and then get to bed early or, you know, take an everything shower. I don't know. I wish there were more simple solutions, but I do think If you're unhappy, there are things you can't do to change and sometimes there aren't, but do what you can to make you feel happy. If that's like rewarding yourself after doing a couple homework assignments, then so be it. Just take care of yourself. And again, if it gets to the point where you feel like you need to take a semester off school, then you take that semester off school and you come back with a different mindset, but... Just keep pushing through. I think it's important to remember that there is an end, right? The semester literally ends the first week of May. Is that a bit away? Yes. But then you can start being like, what are my plans for the summer? And then you have something to look forward to. So I guess take care of yourself, but also set things for the future that you're excited to do and you have something to look forward to. So yeah. Um, Next question. Overcoming burnout, balancing life, work, school, relationships, and finding time to rest in between all of that. I'm also learning (laughs) how to balance a lot of things and sometimes it's not possible at all. I think this semester I have really tried to prioritize myself um, in ways of like taking care of myself. So like last semester I would go to the gym every so often but I never felt like fully happy with like how much I was doing there um with relationships I knew that some of my relationship chips were lacking and I just felt like overall eh. but I think it's hard to find a balance even for myself because you can't like at the end of the day you can't find a perfect balance between all these things like there are some things that are going to take priority over something else and that's okay you just need to choose what takes priority luckily for me work and school are in the same building and at the gym so it's like I see the majority of my friends while I'm at work and that's how I'm able to balance it. Like, I genuinely don't know how else I would balance my friendships if we didn't all work closely together. Um, but how you do that, right, is just setting aside time, planning, like, hey, like, are you free this weekend or are you free to grab like a drink really quick? It doesn't have to be this elaborate plan with your friends or family, but if you want to spend time and do something with them or see them and how, you know, kind of foster those relationships, you do need to set aside time to do so. And, you know, it goes both ways, um, but also I think it's important to take care of yourself, and right now, like, my priorities right now are school, work, um, working out, and I set aside time for those, like, I don't let people, genu- like, generally... <laughs> Disrupt those things because it's like I prioritize homework needs to be done first. I make it a goal to go to the gym at least four to five times a week, whether that's by myself or with my friends. That's also a way you can facilitate your friendship if you like working out with other people It's just being like, hey, do you want to go walk a couple laps around the gym with me? You can talk, like, that's literally one of the ways I keep my relationship with one of my friends, Hannah, is that we go to the gym every day and that's our time to, like, catch up or just talk and get to know more about each other as friends, but it's also like you're getting two for one, like, you know, you have that relationship, but you're also taking care of your body by getting the exercise it needs. Um, as far as work, work is what pays the bills, right? Like, the bills, hello, <laughs> the bills, like, that's what you have to do. If you can get other things done at work try and get your like your schoolwork done at work. If you don't have a job that doesn't prioritize that make time outside of work to be able to get your work done on time. Try and find extra space in your week to get these things done so by the time it comes to the weekend you have a little more time to breathe and less weight on your shoulders. I'm Someone who always is usually typically always like have one thing after the next, whether it's hanging out with someone or school or you know, I have something to do for work or something's going on with my family, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know if you'll truly ever have time to rest. I think it's obviously very important to set aside time to rest, but you can do that even while you're doing homework a little 45 minutes on, 15 minutes off, where you can just get like a little social media break. But I think at the end of the day, like, you need to set and choose choose your priorities, what's the most important to you, set those, and also set a plan on how you're going to do all those things. So if it's reaching out to one friend a week to do something, then that's that. And it doesn't, again, it doesn't have to be anything elaborate. It can be a quick 30-minute chat over coffee and then you leave. Like, I think we, I personally stress myself too much and I find myself, like, always And I think it's good, right? Like I I would consider myself a good friend because I'm always checking in and doing stuff. But also if you recognize that you're getting tired or you just feel burnt out, it's okay to take a break. It's okay to be like, you know what? I don't feel the need to do this activity this weekend and that's okay. But find the priorities, find your priorities and work with it. So, hopefully, that was helpful. That was a bit of a rant, but I always have something to say in regards to trying balancing things because you'll never have a good balance, but you you'll find one. I think it just takes time. Um, next question. Ooh, this one's kind of fun got asked on two dates with a guy from hinge and had so much fun so then i asked him on a group date and he blocked me like literally hello what with a cowboy emoji and gun (laughs) do i embarrass myself by requesting to follow him on insta and then maybe even call him out or just get it through my head that he's a dickhead and move on okay oops girl or whoever (laughs) sent this in i feel your pain i think um something happened to me similarly where I wanted to call someone out on it but I think like this person showed who they are through their actions already um there there's no need to beg for someone's attention if you had two dates and it was fun but you asked him on a group date and he blocked you then that just shows the immaturity that he has on his side not being able to communicate with you like hey the two dates were fun but I just don't see this going anywhere instead of literally blocking you I mean okay I've blocked people before um, but I feel like with reason I don't again there's not too much context here but um if that was the case and he just blocked you out of nowhere no do like if you feel the need to say something then I think you can I think if you know you want to get the final word and just be like hey what you did was not okay and I hope moving forward you can treat someone different and if that's how you feel like you're gonna say your piece then that's how you do it but I think you just move on with your life and I'm, I'm gonna sound crazy but I'm like show him what missed out on even though he blocked you like for someone to do that I think you know especially this day and age where it's just easier to send a text and be like hey that was thank you so much for your time however I don't see this going anywhere then blocking someone go live your best life find someone who's going to treat you better because you definitely deserve someone who would at least give you the time of day to tell you they weren't feeling that way (laughs) and then move on do not go out of your way to find them on instagram or any other form of social media and then call them out because karma will get like karma love her because what goes around comes back around beyonce said it and that's going to come back to bite him in the ass so i think you just be the bigger person and you move on this next question is actually insane. I obviously know that some people are silly, goofy, funny, and I don't know if this is serious, but I am going to answer this question because it was submitted. Um, so if it is a little bit of an uncomfortable or taboo subject. So if you want to skip for the next like minute or two, feel free to skip. I'll give you the option right now. <laughs> this person asked how much masturbating is considered too much. Um, and I don't think, I think in our society, like, especially if you grew up LDS, like, this topic was just, like, blown over. Like, I did not learn about this. Obviously, I did not have a very comprehensive sex education growing up either, so you're learning about these topics and these things as adults, and I think, um, I'm gonna say you know yourself best. I know it's healthy. I haven't done too many, like, readings or studying on this. However, um, I think if you think you're doing it too much, then it probably is too much. So, there's that but also like it is healthy so you know when you feel like it's needed do it but again if you're asking like how much is too much kind of take a step back and be like do I have a problem or like you know I don't know if you feel like you're chilling then you're chilling girl literally to each their own I'm not a doctor I'm not a licensed professional so I'm just gonna say trust your gut there so next question thank you for that question (laughs) I just feel stuck in the same routine day in and day out, which isn't a bad one, but I would love to hear your thoughts on the best way to change things up. Whoever submitted this, I'm the same. I feel like I live Groundhog Day pretty much every day. You guys, I feel like are familiar with my schedule at school, like 12 hours a day, come home, go to bed, repeat. Um, the best, <laughs> best ways to change things up. Great question because I literally feel the same. I think something that I've done to change it up is literally what I listen to when I'm walking to class or driving to school I'm not gonna say take a different way to school because I'm much too familiar with my route that I take to school when I drive but if that means like getting a drink or a treat after Wednesday class then you do it um I think my day-to-day is very the same Monday through Friday but, and even, like, Saturday and Sunday, right, I have a set schedule of, like, okay, this is when I clean my house, this is when I do my laundry, right, but also plan things that you normally wouldn't do, or, like, eat a food that you've wanted to try, like, I don't know, I don't have the best advice because I, I don't mind having a daily routine, but the has, at some points in my life, I'm like, okay, I'm literally living the same day, like, what is going on? I don't know just try and do something a little different every day or like listen to a new artist like it's good to be in a routine but also I understand yeah why you would feel bored so do something that's not boring whether that's again new music going to get a treat go see a movie on a Tuesday that you'd normally see on a Friday it's just stuff like that how to get out of bed and have a productive morning I'm gonna say this for me the most productive mornings come with a great morning poop Um, so for me, I get up, make my bed. I always scroll TikTok. Everyone's like, don't go on your phone before bed or like the first thing you do when you wake up. Okay, well, too bad because I'm going to do it. So make your bed. I always feel better. I love coming home to my house and seeing my bed made ready for me to unmake it and like, you know, be all cozy. So I'd say the first step for you, for anyone, I literally would tell anyone to make their bed. And then go drink water or, like, for me, I drink my coffee, have a good morning poop, shower, and get ready for the day. If you want to be productive, like, I don't know, there's always shit that needs to be done. So, if you want to, like, put a little list, a checklist on your phone that you can cross off that makes you feel good, do it. But first and foremost, make your bed. And also, wash wash your sheets and pillowcases because I know some of you aren't. So, do it. How to get guys you want without coming off as desperate it's funny you think oh and the next question says how to pull bitches great question uh don't know how to do either (laughs) actually um I can't pull bitches however I will tell you like you can flirt and you can talk to guys without coming off desperate because like I just I don't know (laughs) I'm like my mind is truly at a crossroads I think that you can talk to men you can talk to any kind of person you're interested in without coming off desperate just by having normal conversations i don't think you need to overcompensate to get someone's attention if you do then that's not someone you want to be around um but also i've never been good at flirting or like talking to guys so i feel like i've never come off desperate because i'm just like oh i don't know how to even talk to a guy but also like i'm fine with myself um so i think you coming like, not coming off desperate is just being comfortable in yourself, realizing that, like, yes, I would like, like, like a man, but also, like, you don't need one. At the end of the day, like, you're fine. So, I think just be comfortable in yourself and, like, love yourself. If you're comfortable with your personality, if you're comfortable and, like, you feel confident in who you are, that's gonna help. Um, I feel like you're coming off desperate if you're, like, constantly, asking for validation or compliments. So if you do that, then don't. Go get validation literally somewhere else. Um whether that's through a dating app or like posting a thirst trap on TikTok, I don't know. I don't care. Um and I know that probably makes me sound like a bitch, but I'm like just be who you are for your pride. I think your the aura you have and the vibes that you have will attract the right people into your life. And I've been in situations where I've like tried too hard, but it's like literally I should not have to try this hard. Like for someone that I'd actually want, I wouldn't want them to try this hard or I wouldn't want to try this hard because it makes me feel uncomfortable. So if you feel like you're coming off desperate, you're hanging out with the wrong people. You're going for the wrong guys. So you need to find someone who can match your energy or can pull a little more energy out of you and stop putting energy into guys because the bar is literally in hell. The bar has been on the floor for so long that it's time to treat ourselves with some self-respect and find someone who will match our energy, ladies, gentlemen, girls, guys, days. If you're listening to this, just find someone who matches your energy and it may take time, like, but it'll be worth it, okay? So, um, how to pull bitches, how to get the guys you want without coming off desperate. Do I have the best advice for that? No, because I, I just don't. But I think the best way to pull bitches is having confidence, so be confident in yourself, be hot, get ready, like, I always feel better when I get ready for the day, when you look good, you feel good, and when you feel good, you look good, so there's that, last one, there's this job I thought I really wanted, but the interview process has been almost two months, and I've reached out a few times to follow up, and Excuse me, I literally always burp. You guys know this. Um, they haven't been very communicative. I also went in shadowed for a day and was told i would be paid for the time and I haven't. I was really excited about this job because it's a great opportunity to get into the field I want to work in. But I'm feeling less certain now and I feel like this whole interview process has been a red flag. But also, I really hate my current job and want to quit. If I'm offered the new job, should I take it even though I have concerns or stay with the job I don't like because it's at least consistent and reliable? Yikes. If you hate your job, find a new job. But it doesn't have to be necessarily this one. I do understand that some jobs take longer to get back to you than normal. However, if you are checking in being like, hey, I just wanted to see where we're at and they're not giving you like the answer that you need, then you probably want something else, especially where you like you shadowed and you were like, I don- you weren't paid for it and you didn't have the grit, like the best experience. Maybe there's like a different office or a different company you could work for. However, if you hate your current job don't wait it out like if you actually hate it then you can find something else there's always going to be jobs available it just like is if you want to take that jump or not and also like yeah it was a red flag that it's taken two months and they haven't really gotten back to you so I'd say find a new job or like you know if you want to stick it out stick it out so you can get a new one but find something that's going to interest you and also like you do not have to be at one job forever I don't know if that helped you I hope it did Ooh, you guys! I'm out of whew, out of breath from this. This advice session was crazy, and I hope that I was able to give you good insights. You feel like the advice was good, or I mean, I personally think so. Or else I would not be doing a second episode. But yeah, to each their own. Uh, my big yikes moment this week—I literally always has to do with the bathroom but on my birthday i think i literally like i had breakfast with a friend i had lunch with some friends like my body was not used to what i was consuming obviously right like I, it's pretty standard in my day-to-day so when i was like eating a lot of treats or just you know what i'm saying like my body was just like i do not feel good so anyway i have a class on wednesdays um from four to five like it's just a once a week it's a one credit class and I get there and I was like I'm just gonna go pee before class starts go pee and then I come back and like 20 minutes in the class I was like oh no like I feel dizzy it's like hot in here like I of feel like woozy um I didn't have enough water my water bottle so I was like maybe if I just go get water like I'll be fine get water and then my stomach's I literally feel like I was gonna throw up so I go to the bathroom and it turns out I just had to poop so I ended up like pooping I wasn't that in that bathroom for I kid you not 25-30 minutes and thank goodness I brought my phone because I texted my friends and I was like you guys just have to grab my backpack from class and also tell our teachers like I'm sorry because I'm literally like fighting for my life on the toilet and I was wearing a bodysuit so I had to button it up after and it's just like if you've ever worn a bodysuit you know it's just trouble but um thank goodness I'm like friends with my teachers because (laughs) they walked out and we're like walking back I was walking back to work and they were like, are you okay, and I was like, you know, I'm just gonna be completely honest with you guys, like, I've eaten so much shit today that my body just couldn't take it, and so I, like, actually was dying on the toilet, so I'm sorry I missed class, um, but thank you so much, and they just, like, laughed, and it was silly funny, but big yikes, because I literally missed, like, it's literally an hour class once a week, and I missed the whole thing because I was on the toilet, um and also bathroom etiquette i hate when the whole bathroom is literally free and someone takes a stall next to you like i just want to die in peace on the toilet please like do not sit right next to me um but yeah always take your phone with you to the bathroom because first of all you never know how long you're going to be there and second of all if you don't have toilet paper you're gonna have to text someone to bring you toilet paper but anyway big yikes nation it's been a pleasure it's been an honor i hope that this advice session has found you well if you need to further chat my dms are always open and i will see you next week